Before we talk Formula One, I actually caught up earlier today with the new coach of Chippa United. If you missed the big news, Coach Lithono Siema has been appointed at Chippa United and I uh, asked him if he's in um, PE or radio. When does he start? Because he still has the small matter of the Nedbank Cup semi final with Celtic. <laughs> yeah, look, we, 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 I'm already in PE, just arrived and um, yeah, trying to get. Uh, uh, get going with the test of the COVID and then I, so that I can join the team as soon as the results are back and then I'm, I'm cleared to go. So yeah, we, 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 I'm, I'm already PE and I'm looking forward and I've already done my tests and uh, we are waiting. Mm. And I know the move caught a lot of people by surprise today. How long How long were the discussions for with Chipper United? No, it was not that long, and Celtic uh, uh, gave me their blessings for me to try new challenges and grow. And uh, for you to grow, you need to take new challenges. And Celtic knows that uh, they have made what I am. I'll forever be grateful for the management of the team and the players and the supporters of the team and everyone who supported me during my career. And uh, it was uh, a certain movement that. That uh, decision that we had, I had to take, and yeah, uh, I took it. And uh, Celtic gave me the chairman gave me his blessings, and he wished me well. I wish them well, and uh, good luck to the team. And I'm leaving the team in, in, in good hands. My the two guys that I work with, John Maduk and Simon Hopper, that quite capable of handling the team. And the team is in the same is of uh, Ned Bank and the Unforeseen Nine. So they, they, I think uh, they, 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 the team is in, in, in a good space. On that note, I was about to ask, how tough a decision was it to leave, considering what the good work that you've done there at Celtic? Look, we, there was nothing much, like I said, the new challenge that in life you have to take new challenges and so that you grow, you test yourself again. And uh, Celtic also has been good on grooming the coach, young coaches. And then it's the time for Coach John Maduka and Simon Hopan to step in also and take the debating and continue, yeah, but there was nothing really that blood between me and Bifon and Celtic. Everything is fine, everything is sorted, and there is no, nothing that is behind, nothing that is expected from anyone. So we are in clean slate, and they wished me well. Mm. W- would you have liked to finish the season and see the Net Bank Cup through at Celtic? Look, it's uh, what 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 we have done there is okay. I'm not. I I can't look back. I'm no. I have no regrets. Obviously, I had to make some decision and thinking, so searching. But uh, I'm happy where I'm leaving the team at. And yeah, for me to have left, it shows that uh, I knew that we are on the semi-finals of NetBank with Blue and Celtic. But I'm sure they are capable of going all the way. It will be nice for the team to get the the, the trophy. Mm. After going through such a turbulent uh, season, and they have proved it, they've done it before, and uh, we 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 are good to go. And I wish them all the best. Mm. And people will say, why Chipper United coach? What attracted you to Chipper? Look, it's uh, there were a lot of speculations, and there are a lot of uh, uh, people that are talking. And the chairman showed a little bit of interest, and then he pushed it further, and then further, and the others, and. Yeah, as long as I'm still in football, it could have been in NFB, I could have gone, it could have been out of the country, I could have gone. And for me, as long as I'm still in football, 
learning in my career as a young coach, I'm happy to be in football. Would you say there was a better offer from Chipa for you? No, for me, like I said, it's more of the challenge than the offer because I stayed with Blue and Celtic when things were good. I stayed with Blue and Celtic when things were bad. So the offer, yes, is part of uh, our job to look at the offer, but for me, it's a new challenge that I was looking at. It is the one that have driven me and out of my comfort zone and try and check. And uh, uh, as a coach, we know what is expected from you, and you know what can things can go wrong. Was willing, everything will go fine because I will fight, I'll work nicely with some here, we'll try to help Cheaper United. Then the new challenge, let's see how far we can go. Last question, you've got a three-year deal. What are you hoping to achieve in this three-year deal? And some people will say, at Cheaper, are you not worried that you won't finish the three years? Look, I'm not thinking of uh, that when I'll get fired tomorrow, coaches do come and go. At same team that I have left, Brooklyn and Celtic, there are a lot of coaches that I worked with. They came and go. They left me there. So for me, just to say, I'm grateful that the chairman he had that belief in me and given me the long contract at Celtic. Beautiful. So the new chairman, he came here and then he gave me a three-year contract. And there's still some people that are doubting when Celtic put me on the helm. So as a coach, you'll always uh, be judged by the results and as long as you are able to take on the challenge and try to focus on the job at hand, try to manage players well and try to make sure that uh, there's harmony in the team and that is why I said I have no problem with working with whoever that I found here. Sam is one of the guys that will be working closely with me. He knows the team, he has been with the team long. He's actually following the path that I followed. He's always stepping in whenever the chairman Needs his services, so yeah, I'm fine. Good luck to Coach CM, one of the nicest guys in the game here, and uh, he really did some good work at Celtic considering the circumstances, guys. And let's hope he'll be given a chance to flourish at Chipper United. But let's wrap up the conversation uh, talking F1 first race back as a racing driver, the legend himself, SA Motorsport legend Chopsipuka joins us on the line. Good evening, Chops. Thanks for speaking to us again. Good evening to you, sir. Good evening to the listeners. Great. How do you sum up the first race back? Quite controversial and quite interesting at the same time. Why for you? Why was it controversial? Well, I didn't believe that Hamilton deserved the penalty. Mm-hmm. I think if there was any penalty that needed to be given, maybe it would have been given to Lando Norris. Which one are you referring to, uh, at Chops? There was one on Saturday, there was one when he came into contact with Albon. Well, <clears throat> the one that he came into contact with Albon. Mm-hmm. I didn't see the need for a penalty there for Lewis. Uh, because if you look at um, if you look at the incident, coming into the breaking point, Lewis Hamilton was ahead. And in applying brakes, London Norris with new tires was able to outbreak him. But going to the apex of the corner, Lewis had measure on him. And exiting the corner, Albon seemed to be, to, to be ahead of his front tires. Remember, the contact happened with Lando Norris turning with his rear tire coming into contact with Lewis' tire in the front. So it was on Lando Norris' prerogative to have driven onto the curb to avoid such a collusion. Okay. 
This this reminded me, I tweeted while I was watching, it took me back to Brazil 2019. I was actually there uh, watching it live when Albon came into contact again with Lewis Hamilton. I mean, what do you make of, of Albon? He seems to be one of the future, but also has this aggressive nature. You know, for, for you to be a champion, you need to have that aggressive nature, but the aggressive nature of yours should be under control. Otherwise, you're always going to lose championship and miss races because you are coming into... You, you, you're coming into contact with other drivers and end up costing you. So if you look at the, the, the point of, of contact, I, I would then have said, look, if you look at the nature of how it happened, Lewis Hamilton didn't deserve the penalty. So if listening to the commentary with Martin Brundle, Martin Brundle didn't blame Lewis. He also said at the point of contact, the guy should have slowed down a bit. You know, he should be patient. It required him to be patient because he had new rubber. Louis was on old rubber. He could have caught him in the same lap and overtook him. But I suppose his blood and temperament is, is boiling beneath that helmet and he needs to make the pass quickly. If you look at the same incident, very similar uh, textbook move that uh, Leclerc made on, um, I can't remember whether it was Perez or what. He went right onto the curve, right on the outside to avoid such... Uh, uh, an incident where they could be colliding. In the midst of all of this, Valtteri Bottas kept his cool. What do you make of how he handled the drama behind him? Well, he needed to keep his cool, and I think, in, in fairness, the team orders came in uh, at 80% of the race. They needed to, otherwise they would have both thrown the cars away, or one of them would have collided with the other. They were messing the gearbox issue. Uh, primarily because the circuit is not very kind to those cars. So I think what was important was that they finished one and two. And then, Chops, there was a lot of talk about some drivers not taking the knee to show solidarity for Black Lives Matter, even though some tweeted saying that it doesn't mean because we don't take the knee, we're not supporting the movement. What did you make of this whole debate? I think in the most humble opinion with regards to this debate, we must really remember some of the drivers have not been impacted by Black Lives Matter or White Lives Matter, for that matter, every life matters. So if you probably just take time and study where they grew up, they never had problems or have probably turned a blind eye to such things. So it, it is also not to say they don't stand with Lewis, because firstly, it would have been their own prerogative to wear the T-shirts or not to wear the T-shirts. Mm. And with Lewis kneeling and the other drivers, they're in support of him because they probably feel they need to support it in the manner in which Lewis is supporting it by kneeling, remembering that it impacts Lewis more than any other driver. Mm. So it's not to say they, they don't really support him. They support him in their own way. And um, Lewis takes it very personally because he's a driver of color and it's people of color that have found themselves in this position where they, have, they find themselves being murdered or being killed in, in, in the manner in which they are. So do you think the argument holds when the guy says, I'm not taking a knee, but I'm still in support of the Black Lives Matter movement? And should guys be forced to take a knee if they don't want to? I think you can't force somebody to take a knee if he doesn't. But in, in solidarity, 
they are wearing at the background uh, the stock racism shirts, which probably they could have also said, look, I'm not going to support this initiative. They could have just sat at the back and sat in the garage and carry on with their lives. And, 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 and that would be it, you know? So I don't think we should really draw to the conclusion that because Lewis is taking it a step further in lieu of respect, so on and so forth, by taking the knee. The others are probably not really feeling it as, as, as Lewis is feeling it because it doesn't really resonate or talk to them in the manner in which Lewis is taking it. Lewis is taking it more seriously mm. because he's a man of color. It affects him more than it affects the other guy. But you'll find that other people did kneel down with him in support. And you must also remember there's a psychological game here. This is, this is a sport and this is competition. So usually, you, if you then follow what Lewis is doing on the day, and you know that Lewis has got a much stronger head than everybody else on that grid, the tendency would okay. be that we are also going to be following behind him for the rest of the race. <laughs> okay. So that's not Interesting. That psychological ground. That, and, and that, you cannot say is... You can't exclude that. Yeah, interesting one. Mind games there, Chop Sapoka, former racing driver, speaking from the inside, I guess. We're going to have to leave it there. Sajin Denzes, thanks for the SMS. Uh, very clear that FIFA is the World Soccer Organization, which means SAFA reports to FIFA. The PSL is under SAFA. They must report to SAFA. We have to leave it there. We have, we have to go to news.